Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm your host, Bridget Eileen Sisko. This is the show where I get to interview the coolest, most badass women entrepreneurs who have built six, seven, and eight figure businesses. We highlight the woman behind the success, her journey, the ups, the downs, and we learn how the heck she built this empire. Welcome back, Empire Builders. It's Bridget Eileen Sisko. Welcome back for another episode of She Builds Empires. My guest today is Kelly O'Neill. Kelly O'Neill has been featured everywhere and anywhere you want to be featured. Forbes, CNN, Wall Street Journal, Entrepreneur Magazine. She's done some pretty epic things over her 20 plus years in business. She's come up with a marketing to millionaires strategy. She has a brand agency. She has and runs incredible epic conferences and events. And there's one coming up in November, by the way. She's the founder of The Advisory. She is a consultant to six, seven, eight, and nine-figure business owners. So talk about being in the space of other incredible, incredible business minds. In this episode with Kelly, we talked about rewriting the rules of business. We talked a little bit about her upbringing and how that inspired her journey. We talked about admitting failure and really modeling leadership through how we actually show up in the face of the oh shit moments. We also talked about how to sustain success, which I always find is such a fascinating, fascinating conversation. So go follow Kelly O'Neill online, on socials, join her communities. She's doing epic things in the world. Make sure to share this episode with someone who you know needs to be inspired in their business today. Let's jump in. Hey, Kelly, welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm so grateful that you're here today. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. When I was thinking about this interview, I was like, she's the perfect like empire builder. Everything that you've created over the years, from the podcast, to the events, to your agency, to the consulting, to you being featured on Forbes, CNN, Wall Street Journal, like all the things, you are an empire builder. Ah, thank you. Well, what's so funny about this is, is that even though I am an empire builder, my actual per- personal desire is not to have like a massive business which is so interesting. So my empire may look different than someone who say wants to have like 300 employees. And, and, you know, I, like as an example, I used to think that I wanted to be the next female Tony Robbins. And when I first got into business, I was like, that's it. I'm going to be the next female Tony Robbins. And now I'm 49 years old. And that sounds like my personal hell on earth. Like, I don't know how that man like travels around and speaks and like is on state and even stays up that late. Like his events go till like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm in bed by nine. (laughs) You know, that's funny. I've heard some people reflect on that. Like that's almost the vision of what the celebrity empire builder would look like, but all of the travel is exhausting. And that's always what I hear from people. They're like, I want to be in my bed. Right. Same. That's funny. So tell us a little bit about what you have created, because I know that you've been in business for a little while now. You Mm -hmm. have a lot that you have created over the years. So give us a little bit of an overview of what it is that you do and what you've created. 
Sure. So I left corporate America in, um, in the end of 2000, I had had a very successful career in, uh, high tech public relations and brand marketing. I've launched some of the world's greatest brands. I like, as an example, I launched quick in 98, 99 and 2000. For those of you who are familiar with personal finance software, that is a project that a lot of people know. Um, I've worked on Epson printers, digital cameras, scanners, and projectors. I've 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 just worked on all these amazing accounts. I've gotten to work with some of the greatest agencies in the world. But in 2001, I decided that I wanted to go out on my own and, um, and I wanted to really be more in control of my own life, my own client load and the type of work that I, that I was able to take on. And so I did. So I started my own company in 2001. And initially I started just a brand marketing and public relations consultancy. And that's what I did. But as I was trying to figure out my own business, right, because it's a very different thing to be real. Like I was great at getting clients. You know, I, it was mostly referral based. All of my clients were super high end. Um, I had created a brand for myself, personal brand for myself in the market. So clients just came very easily for me, but generating clients and running and growing and scaling a business are two completely different things. And I had no idea what I was doing, like none. And let me just tell you, I made every freaking expensive mistake in the book, like hiring mistakes, bookkeeping mistakes, accounting mistakes, legal mistakes. Like I made so many mistakes, so many mistakes. And so one of the things um, about me and the way that I just roll in the world is I'm incredibly self-driven and I'm incredibly self-motivated and I want to be the best, not because I need to be better than someone else, but because I want to be the best for me. And this is just how I do anything. Like, I don't care if it's being a puppy mom or wake surfing or playing tennis or running a business. Like I personally challenge myself to raise the bar on my own game. And so I started learning and I started, I started taking all these courses and I started getting into coaching and mastermind programs and I hired consultants and over the, over the next several years, you know, I really like, it's like, I almost got a PhD in running my own business. And part of it was from watching what was going on in the coaching industry and being like, this is really messed up. Like this is, this is not this is not right. Um, and really having to figure it out, like not only on my own, but by hiring people outside of the coaching industry who really taught me about running and growing and scaling businesses in a phenomenal way. So going back to what I do, right. Is I, so I still do the same thing that I got into business when I was 19 years old in my very first, my very first job, which is I do brand marketing, um, positioning and strategy work for entrepreneurial clients. And over the years I've, I've done several things. Like I've taught people about brand marketing. I've taught people about positioning. I've, um, in 2009, I launched or 2008, I launched a program called marketing to millionaires. And I became the world's leading expert in marketing to affluent clientele for service-based businesses. And that is still a piece of what I do today because it's a core piece of strategy. My work has now evolved as I've been doing this longer and longer and longer. And as I have really very much honed in on my specific genius skills and the things that I do in the market that either nobody else is doing or that I do better than anybody else in the market. And today what I do is I really focus on working with women entrepreneurs who are mavericks. They are 
innovators. They are rebel rousers. They are the people that came to this planet to shake up the status quo. And they could either be in the beginning of that journey or they could be fully immersed in it. And my clients really run the gamut. And what I'm doing is I'm helping these women really not only develop the brand positioning and the the brand positioning to either become industry leaders or thought leaders and scale their businesses from six to seven to eight to nine figures and beyond. And that is what I do today. That's so cool. You said that you're very self-driven and self-motivated, which I too can, can attest to personally. And I'm curious about your upbringing. Were those sorts of entrepreneurial traits there when you were young and a child, or did that kind of develop as you grew up? So it's, so I actually told this whole story and I don't know if you heard it. So I have a podcast called the Epic podcast. And I think it was episode two that I actually addressed the in story in its entirety. So let me answer it here in the brief. Yes. My father is, or was an entrepreneur. And so yes, those entrepreneurial skills, being your own boss, starting something, building something is something I witnessed firsthand, but I will say my drive actually came from trauma and it came from a place. I grew up in a home that was, let's just say I, I did not have the most conscious awake and healthy parents, um, to say the least. And so that drive really came from a place of knowing at my core that if I wanted to break these generational patterns and if I, which I do, and I have, and if I wanted to create a life of my own choosing that being in control of my own finances and my own ability to earn was going to put me in the highest level of choice, which is really my ultimate mission. I want to be at a place of choice and I want others around me to also be at a place of choice. And so I knew that me being in charge of my financial future was the greatest way, the fastest way for me to be able to do that because money provides you choice. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I also come from entrepreneurial parents. So it's always interesting to hear Mm -hmm. hear that story of, of the upbringing. You also mentioned that you've made all of the mistakes. You've done many, many things along the years to grow the business and you've learned very quickly from those things. So sometimes (laughs) sometimes the universe is like, um, I thought we already covered this and maybe we should relook at this. So, but yes, but, but I do learn. Of course. So in those moments, how did you navigate the shit storm that you were probably going through in the like, oh my God, is this really happening again? Like what pulled you through to the other side to be able to keep going? That's such a great question. So I, 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 here's what I would say. The, the, the me of today would answer that very differently than the me of years ago. So years ago, before I did, you know, a ton of work on myself, I would hustle and grind my way out of it. Um, and now I am much more, but I also had ego attached to it. So I was actually just having a conversation with one of my spiritual mentors and I was literally just having this conversation. I was like, I never in a million years would have admitted 15 years ago, some of the stuff that I've gone through or that I'm going through, or like, I would never even have told someone because I would have seriously 
been like, they'll never listen to me. They'll never trust me. And then I realized I'm like, you know, I think it was about in 2010, I went and did a retreat and I learned, you know, one of the things I really learned, and this was, this was groundbreaking for me. This was actually, it changed the trajectory of how I handled these things. I went and did a process called the Hoffman process. And some of your listeners might be aware of that. It was the most brilliant thing that I've ever done for myself. I learned so much about myself, including the fact that I knew nothing about myself. So I could do a whole nother podcast just on that. But what I did learn is like, you are not your circumstances. You are not the weight on the scale. You are not the number in your bank account. You are not the you know, place your, the number on the Inc 500 list, you, that you are not those things you, where you are is a result of the patterns that you've adopted in order to stay safe. And some of those patterns help you thrive. And some of those patterns kick you in the chops. And so now when I'm going through stuff, I really take a step back and I'm like, and I ask myself this question. And, and this is a question that one of my, my mentors always asks, which is for what purpose am I creating this experience? And that is, that is what I do because it is not that things don't happen. In fact, I will tell you, I mentor a lot of very, very successful business owners, multiple seven, eight, nine figure plus everyone has shit going on. Yeah everybody. Right. And especially like at, the, the, at some level, they all have shit going on and it hits people different, right? It, it hits them in their relationships, their health or their money. Like one of those three things. And when I start to get curious about that, I'm like, okay, I'm creating this because I have some healing to, to happen. And I, I really try to re- put myself into that position. Yeah. And the faster that I get back into that position and I do the opposite of the hustle and grind now, I stop and I step back and I look at, all right, where is this coming from? And I work on the healing piece first as opposed to the doing piece first. Yeah. Yeah. I really saw you model this. I mean, I'm a part of your up-level community, which is an incredible space of high-level entrepreneurs who want to collaborate to accelerate. As you say, they want to network, they want to build strategic relationships, and it's a beautiful space. And you really did model that when you realized that you wanted to impact some change within that community. And the way I see leadership, it's it's not in just what we write, it's how we show up and how we present mm-hmm. ourselves. And I can see that you went through that process to like take a step back and say, how do I want this experience to be? What's coming up for me? How do I want mm-hmm. to pivot and pursue forward? So it was really beautiful to witness you do that. Oh. Thank you. Well, you know, that was a long time learned and through really having, you know, I'm a very big believer in mentorship, um, and, and expert mentorship, right? Not that's, that's a thing for me. And I always have experts on my business side and I always have experts on my, my personal and leadership evolution development side. And at this point, I'm really like, like, I'm not super woo woo. I'm, I would say I'm woo. I'm definitely woo, but I'm not like woo woo. Like there's stuff where I'm like, I'm still going to rock out my Chanel bag and my Louboutins. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not switching over to like braids and Birkenstocks anytime soon, but 
What I will say is I do work with, you know, like right after we record this, this podcast, I'm, I'm going to work with my shaman for two hours. So, you know, I always have that level of guidance where I'm like, what is it that I'm meant to learn? How am I meant to show up fully in this experience? And especially as a leader, because I do take this role very seriously. It's like, what am I meant to bring to the world? How am I meant to guide the next generation of entrepreneurs how can I help them learn from the mistakes that I epically failed at so that they don't have to? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious about this, you know, since you said that the person you are today is a little bit different than how you probably would have shown up a while ago with the hustle, the grind, you now have two hours shaman appointments after this, you take care of yourself. And I'm a Kundalini yoga teacher. And there's this, there's this teaching along success and having more eyes on your business and more pressure ultimately when you are growing something big where there are people watching, seeing what yeah. you're doing, serving more and more people. And the idea is that to be able to hold more people in our field, we need to basically raise to a level that we can sustain and hold. And a lot mm-hmm. of that, I think, comes with the self-care and taking care of ourselves that are far beyond business. So like, what else does it look like for you? And what is a non-negotiable for you to be able to sustain your level of success and impact? So girlfriend, I have mastered self-care. So one of the things I teach in, and I teach this in the Epic podcast, I did a whole episode on this as well, is about the importance of your own self-care to keep yourself in the Epic zone, right? So for you to really create an Epic life and an Epic business in whatever that looks like for you, because I, I think everyone's Epic looks different, but in order to be able to create that, you have to really find your way home to what Epic looks like and be so clear about that. And then you have to be able to keep yourself in that zone. And if you don't have a strong self-care practice, if you don't have that space, if you, if you do hustle and grind your way, and let me just tell you, there's times where I like, I got a lot going on. Um, it's, but it's a different drive and come from, right. And, and it's also about making sure that you have that, that balance so that you don't rabbit hole right? That's the problem is that we go back to our conditioned patterning that we've had for so many years. And the next thing that happens is we look down and we're like way down the rabbit hole. And we're like, Oh shit, how did I get like, I'm super off track again, because we went into survival mode. We went into conditioning. So my self-practice is super, super important. So my non-negotiables are, I am always working with, with someone who knows when I'm like, Oh, look at that pretty rabbit hole. They're like, they're like flicking me on the nose being like, uh, uh-uh. like, you know, like, are you sure you want to go down that rabbit hole? So I'm always working with someone. So right now I'm actually working with three different people because I have a pretty, I have a pretty epic growth trajectory in front of me over the next five years. So I'm working on a lot of different things within myself. Um, but I'm also really good. So really it's like the physical, emotional and spiritual. So I eat a really healthy, I eat a really healthy diet. Like I'm, I'm, I follow a very specific, um, you know, wellness program. I, I work out with a, a trainer. So I, and I do that for my mental and physical and emotional well being. right? It's, it's, it makes me feel more empowered when I work out. And let me just tell you, I do not always want to work out. I make myself work out sometimes. Like it's not, and, and having that trainer, that's like, 
okay, well you can cancel, but I'm going to bill you. And it's like, Oh, I hate wasting money. So sometimes that'll, that's just enough to get me to go. Um, I get IVs every single week. Um, I call them CEO juice, right? It really helps me stay in that pattern of wellness. Um, I have a, and this is, this is something that surprises people. I have a two hour break on my calendar every day called rejuvenation time in which oftentimes I nap every day. Like I will go and I will take a step away and I will go and I will meditate. I will, okay, maybe I'm more woo than I thought. Cause like, I'll listen yeah, to like, yeah. my, I, I like, I'll listen to my chakra clearing. Like I'll literally put my chakra clearing on and like, just lay there and meditate. And oftentimes I'll fall asleep and I just let it play. Um, I'll, I'll snuggle my puppies. Um, I, so I have a lot of that kind of self-care. And then I also just, you know, because I'm on camera a lot, one of the things I do, and I have to tell you, like, I like it being I like it done, but I don't actually like getting it done. So like I get, you know, I get my nails done and I get my hair done and my eyelashes done and, you know, all, all the, the things that keep me camera ready. Like I, I, I do, I do that stuff as, as well. So it really is, you know, it's, it is that working with shamans. It's, it's the meditation. It's, it's, I have a very extensive health practice. And then I also, I switched my work week, which I did because it works better for me on multiple different levels. My uh, partner is off on Thursdays and Fridays. He's a helicopter pilot. And so I, because I can took, I now take Thursdays and Fridays off and I, I work Saturdays and Sundays typically. And I love it because it allows me to work in peace and I get so much more done. And then it also allows me that time to spend. And we go out on my boat. It's my happy place. Mm -hmm. I love to be out on the river. I love to wake surf. I, I love being in the water. And so that being in nature every week is super important to me. Yeah. I love to hear this. It's beautiful to see, see you in that space as well, because it models that we can have both. We can have the business, yeah. we can do the things, we can take care of ourselves and we can work on Sundays if we want to. If we want to, yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes like if my friends are going out on the river and it's like a special occasion, like someone's birthday or something, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm taking a three day week this week and I'll go out, you know, I'll go out on the boat a few times a week or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, I love that. So you said that you have a lot coming up in the next couple of years. Are you able to share some of these goals that you have, some of the events that you have coming up, some of the ways that people can just enter your world and what they can expect for you? Sure. So one of the things that I'm really passionate about is rewriting the rules of entrepreneurship. And I feel very strongly that the way that the current business coaching world is teaching entrepreneurs how to build businesses is deeply flawed on a variety of different levels. Um, and, and so I'm really taking a look at that with my fellow thought leaders, because I don't think the way that we've built businesses in the past has been super effective, especially for women. I also think the way that we have created life for ourselves in society is not super effective. Um, and, and I think that there's a lot of conditioning that's taken place that we still haven't broken all the way out of. So I'm really, my, my purpose on this planet is to really help entrepreneurs and, and I'm specifically working with women, which I'll talk about in a second, because I fought that for a long time. 
but I'm specifically helping entrepreneurs rewrite the rules on their terms and really looking at what that looks like to have it all and being a stand for that. You get to have as much freaking money as you want. You get to do the work in the world that you feel called to do, that you feel passionate about, and you get to have an epic life. Like it's not all one or the other. It's an infusion of what it is that you're creating in this world. And I also believe that everybody's epic looks very different. My epic is going to look different than your epic. It's going to look different than Tony Robbins epic, right? So it looks different for everyone and really helping people kind of break the chains on all of the belief systems that they have about what that needs to look like, or what that should look like, or what it's supposed to look like, or what it's not supposed to look like, or what you're not supposed to do. And I am all about normalizing those conversations. Uh, And I specifically am working with women because we, as women, the world, the world needs balanced energy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I am not one for one way or the other. I don't, I think the world needs max masculine energy. I think the world needs feminine energy, but most of all, I think the world needs balanced energy. And so I'm not like a I, I, I just think that that's what it is. And I think we need balanced leadership because here's the thing. If I didn't ha- use my masculine energy in my business, I would never get anything done. Yep. Right. I, like I would just never get anything done and everything would be all emotion and it would be all like, and that's, and, and, and that doesn't really lend to make it, but like those principles are not necessarily the most awesome. If you're looking to create a widespread impact and if, but you can't just hustle and grind and chase and kill. And, you know, like there has to be these other sides of, of the intuition and the collaboration and the working together and, and the nurturing and the taking care of. And I think that when we infuse those things together and we create new normals around what those conversations look like, the world is going to change. And when we start with entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs have the most ability to be able to create the rules on their terms, because they are their own boss. They can create their own incomes. They can create new ways of doing business. And they can also create that ripple effect, not only in their family, but also in the world through the people that they hire. And also for those of us who are teaching this through the people that we mentor, that that's going to create the most sustainable impact in, in the world, both financially and well-being wise, which again, we need both, right? Like the world does not operate on thanks that made me feel good, right? We need money. So, so I am a big believer in creating it all. Yes. I am a huge believer in, in creating it all. And now I just feel like I've digressed and I went off on like a, a tangent and what was the, <laughs> what, was what, the was the, what was the question? <laughs> okay. So that was perfect. And now where can people look out for what you have coming up? Yes. Okay. So, so the way that I'm executing that is that I have a variety of different things going on. I've chosen most recently to really focus on women for the reasons I just stated. So I have a brand agency that specializes in working with thought leaders. And what I'm really doing is helping them hone their messaging, hone their positioning and create brands that create both income and impact. Right. So it's, it's not just about like having a pretty brand. It's about infusing the business strategy 
as well as the messaging so that they can get crystal clear on the their mission in the world, their purpose, their work, but then package it in a way that is marketable and that sells, right? So I have a brand agency that does that. I have the, the up-level community, which is a collaboration community for very high-performance women who are all generating above six figures. They are on their way to seven, and they are doing that by collaborating together and pooling their network of resources, their genius, and their, their networks together to help, because together we are all rising together. And I'm creating these spaces for women. I also work with women entrepreneurs who are in the seven figure range and beyond who are really looking to disrupt their industries and to not only get that clarification on that brand messaging and positioning, but also the strategy to be able to create that change and effect and create a massive ripple that not only makes people go, Oh, Whoa, like I need to pay attention to her. Wait, this is different. This is a message I need to get behind, but also helps them again, scale their businesses to eight, nine figures and beyond. Yes. So that is what I am up to. I've got an event coming up in November called the Epic Event uh, that is specifically for those rebel rousing women who are up to huge things. I cannot wait. And that's really the room where we're going to come together and collaborate on this next evolution of entrepreneurship. Yes. So I am there for it. Yes, yes, yes. And we didn't even get to touch on your entire methodology of collaborate to accelerate, which is mm. brilliant. And this is where things are going. So we'll have to have you back at another time. Okay. Get deeper into that. I would love to. Well, thank you so much for being here. This has been an epic conversation with you, Kelly. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here and loving this channel, these episodes, and really you are an empire builder. You listening to this show, whether you acknowledge it or not, whether you realize it or not, you are creating ripples in this world. And for me, just by planting the seeds of listening to things and people that inspire me, I was able to grow in ways that I never thought possible. So allow this episode today to be just that for you. Allow the episode that you listen to later on this week to do just the same. I'm so grateful for your presence and your ability to listen and receive this incredible information by these incredible humans. Congrats that you are building your empire in your own way and make sure to subscribe, follow, leave a review, tag us on Instagram at She Builds Empires Podcast. And I would love to then re-tag you and re-share you to the story. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So I added a little extra outro to this episode with Kelly O'Neill because Kelly is the one who inspired the idea behind visibility on purpose. She is an incredible brand positioning strategist. She is an expert at what she does. She has such, such success in what she does. And she's a cool human too.
So what is Visibility on Purpose? Visibility on Purpose is a media training school. We're describing it as the Hogwarts of visibility for the business owner, founder, entrepreneur with a spiritual backbone who wants to be featured in top tier media. They see themselves speaking. They see themselves feeling really confident when they go to rock the stage, rock the screen, and rock the mic. So we are going to be teaching them branding, presence, speaking and presentation, plus interview skills, as well as how to pitch yourself. I've teamed up with my incredible friend and colleague, Lydia Bagarosa, who is awesome at what she does. And she has just, one of her clients was just featured in Oprah Magazine. So Forbes, Mind Body Green, Bustle, Refinery29, these are some of the examples of placements that her clients have received. It's amazing. We are so excited to start this. We are beginning on September 12th. The program is going to be three months long. We're going to meet on Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We are going to have some good old fun. And let me remind you that this program would not be from my heart if we weren't bringing in the energetics, the esoteric, the mystical into what we're talking about here right? Because when we are becoming more visible, it requires something different from us, from within. So if that speaks to you, if you know that you want to be more visible, if you know that speaking on stages, on podcasts, rocking the mic is part of your trajectory, I invite you to join us. I'd love for you to join us in that container. So simply follow the link below, send me a message on Instagram, Bridget Aileen Cisco, friend me on Facebook, on LinkedIn, any of the places. Tell me you want to join and we'll do the thing together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you all later.